Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of America's Favorite Golf Co- Podcast. We are from the rough, live from the FanStream Sports DSP Media Podcast Studios in sunny North Dallas. I'm IndyCar Tim, joined alongside Mr. John Gerber, Mr. PGA Tour professional extraordinaire, mini tour player. There um, we go again. New year, but same title, right? <laughs> Dude, I almost forgot to open to this well, show. I thought, I thought you were going to try to change you know, <clears throat> the, 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 the title. I that time. I to 2023 and happy new year to everyone out there 2023 i figured you'd get it right by now but you know you're not starting well, your off fault. So great that's your not fault starting off great for you your expectations for me are way too high I for agree. 2023 uh, there we go i agree with you <laughs> i agree so what's been going on we haven't done a show since like i don't know 2019 it feels like yeah it feels like a long time you know there's that little you know the pj tour doesn't really have too much of a break anymore like what they're going to have last year uh next year or this coming 2023 season but they had a little bit of a break you know sometimes uh takes us a little time we want to recharge the batteries and you know family friends and new shows we have and uh new business things we have with fan stream sports and dsp media so we thought we'd take a little little bit of time off get refreshed and uh get back and better with a little bit more candy winning for everybody in 2023. Oh, we're all about the candy. So for those of you that have been watching but have not been participating, it's 2023, as Johnny mentioned, it's a brand new year. It's a new golf season. You might as well start following right now so you can start winning. We're going to preview the uh, Century tu- Tournament of Champions show here or tournament here in a little bit. Um, we've got a few things to get to, some house cleaning um, items, and just a reacquaintance with each other. I don't ever talk to Johnny. We never see each other unless we're doing a show. That's so I forgot true. what that's, he looked like. That's not true. That's not true. Except for last night or night before last. Yeah. Well, wait, did I? You were. I was with you last night. That night before last. Well, somebody was. I don't I, know. Well, it wasn't me. I. I don't remember that. But uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming season before we get into the actual tournament preview. But like I said, if you are new to the picks to the gambling game and you were sort of. You know, paying attention to Johnny's picks from last year, and by the way, big time winner. If, if you were if you were following Johnny, do you have the numbers for yourself for yeah, last year? Yeah, last year wasn't our best year that we've had. You know, we started doing this about three years ago um, <clears throat> with with our systems that we use and the handicap system that we'll talk about that as the year goes along and why I think about these picks and how much I study. But uh, two years ago, when we really first started getting on there and and, and giving all these picks out. We're just shy of under $70,000 net profit. Uh, These are documented. We put them out on Twitter. I show through our gaming site, one of our old sponsors, I'm not going to mention the name, that that, uh, these are documented. I show every pick, every one of my picks. I put it up. But last year, it was a little down year for us compared to the first year we really did this, but we were still plus $26,740 units, however you want to say it, 
profit for the year. And in our matchups, and what we do with our matchups is after the first couple rounds, we match up players one-on-one and, uh, and, and to make a little bit more money. And last year we were 103 and 56 in our matchup. So listen, <clears throat> these are documented numbers. These are documented, you know, profitability and, uh, looking forward to a, a better year this year, uh, than we had last year. So for those of you not familiar, when we preview every tournament that we do here on from the rough, uh, Johnny at the end of the, the preview will give his picks. He will give, uh, what three winners, kind of like a long shot that we call the ham sandwich pick. He will do two or three top tens, two or three top twenties. And it's a system. You can't cherry pick what you want to, you know, who you want to pick with them. You have to follow the system is how you make money. And if you haven't done it before and you're interested, might as well start now because it's a new year. We'll have picks for the uh, century for you coming up. Um, and we post them every Wednesday on Johnny's Twitter feed. It is He is at Jay Gerber PGA Pro. The show is at From the Rough PGA. I am at IndyCar Tim. Or you can go over to at DSP Media Online to find his picks every Wednesday or go back and look at some of the old ones. We make a nice little graphic for you there that makes it easy for you to figure it out. They can certainly get on the uh, Fan Street Sports app also, right, to get everything in. Uh, well, when we have that, yeah. Yeah, so it's that that's coming soon, guys. Like I said, we as we started the show, a great collaboration with our uh, our great partners, J.P. Peterson and Tampa, uh, to, to collaborate together on the Fan Stream Sports app television show coming soon. Uh, so we got a lot of great things coming on, coming forward on in 2023 with DSP Media and a new partnership with a new sponsor, uh, also out of the Florida area, Turf Life. Uh, go over to TurfLife.club for now until we fix that. Yeah, uh, but it is what it is. The website will be the same. Um, it's they got some cool apparel over there. Anything dealing with sports or businesses that deal with turf grass. Uh, whatever. So, you know, obviously the, the major sports, football, soccer, uh, golf, tennis, uh, anything that you could play on grass and, and uh, I mean, probably not hockey. Uh, I don't think I don't think it's turf. That would be ice life, right? Yeah, yeah be, that'd be called Ooh, something. Maybe I need, to, I need to start and, and, ice and life. To, to, to give everybody a little quick uh, thing on turf life, if you just go to their website and send Terry Purdom a message, because if you've never talked to her, you've never never Googled her, she is a pillar. She she's owns Golf Central Magazine, which is a great magazine that we're doing some partnerships with. And she is a firecracker. She is, she is one of the most interesting, beautiful, inner soul people that I've ever met in my life. And there, all the success, anything that she touches turns to gold. Turf Life is the same. Golf Central Magazine has been around for 27, 28 years. So check out that magazine. We're going to have an article every month on in Turf Life Magazine or in Golf Central Magazine along with our partnership with Turf Life. But send, send Terry a, tech, uh, a, a contact, an email. She loves to talk to people. And she's uh, we're lucky to have her uh, going in business with her in 2023. It's going to be an exciting year, not just for From the Rough, as, as our little show continues to grow in popularity and uh, in significance in the golf world, but also for our network as we've partnered, like Johnny said, with FanStream Sports and DSP Media could not be happier moving forward with all of our great shows on the network. Make sure you go to dspmediaonline.com. Check out all of our great shows, all the, the college um, shows, the pro football, everything over there. We've got some um, pop culture entertainment stuff over there, and uh, just we're really, really excited moving forward. So let's get into a little bit of golf, Johnny. Yes, sir. As we've burned enough time here um, tooting our own, tooting our own <laughs> horn. 
Um, so CB, I wanted to start with CBS came out with this list this week that I saw headed into the century. And they've got their picks for the most underrated golfers in the world heading into 2023. And I wanted to see what your thoughts are on these. Uh, this is from Kyle Porter. Over there. I love his work over at CBS yeah, Sports, by yeah, the way. He's, he's good. really yeah, good dude. Really good, yeah. um, need to try to get him on the show. If maybe he'll let me come on his show. Maybe. I mean, I doubt it. But uh, So he's got seven guys here that I wanted to talk about a little bit and get your thoughts. Uh, the first guy that he's got is one of the most underrated golfers in the world heading into 2023, and I didn't realize this guy was underrated. Has he ranked him? I mean, is he going from he, like... Yeah, you want to go number seven first? We'll yeah, go number seven. Yeah, seven seven going forward. So he thinks is the most underrated. So number seven is John Rahm. He, he thinks John Rahm's underrated? So his narrative here is another strange name I know to have on this list, but not positive everyone understands just how elite John Rahm is. He basically wins three times a year, every year, without fail. And his strokes gain numbers are astonishingly astonishingly consistent between 2 and 2.4 and 5 of the last six seasons. One of these years, the luck will fall his way a bit, and he'll win five times, including a major or two. He doesn't know if that's going to be in 2023, but he he said just his statistical profile, it's easy for me to say, suggests that he's going to win at some point. But he thinks going into 2023, John Rahm is the number seven most underrated player. Um, again, I feel like he's a pretty prominent. A lot of these guys, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of these guys are pretty prominent players. Uh, there's maybe two on here that I I would probably agree with for so, sure. I, I just I don't know what he's trying to say. I mean, I, like I said, I like his stuff, but what is he trying to say with his characteristics? I mean, how many times is John Rom? He wins three times a year. Is that underrated? Does he have to win six times? I mean, I don't know what that means. When well, he- for instance, he he opened the article. It says depending on where you look, most players are properly rated, but there's always those who are either a bit overrated because of recent conquests or a bit underrated because it's been a while since they raised a trophy or maybe for other reasons. He says he put this list of players together, uh, the underrated by the golf community heading into 2023. Uh, it's not meant to be a list of players who have an equal chance of doing something great in 2023, but rather a list of players he believe will over the next 12 months perform at a level beyond current expectations. Yeah, I think I think to get over that threshold a little bit for Rom, he's got to win a major, right? Yeah, I mean, for that's, sure. That's just one of those things that that kind of puts you and propels you to that different level. So maybe that's where he was getting to a little bit that his expectations because his major championship success when it comes to wins isn't very good. Well, and he's I mean he's on the precipice of that, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, for you sure. would, you would think. You know, you know, family life kind of got in the way the last couple of years. Maybe that he's he's had a second kid, so maybe that kind of puts him in that underrated category. Yeah. Um, you know, his obligations are a little bit more at home, but you know, the tour life is a lot easier than it was 10, 15 years ago with all the, you know, you can travel with your family, but right. yeah, we'll see. Maybe maybe that that was the idea that he has just because he hasn't, you know, fared as well as he thought in the majors. Uh, number six on the list, Johnny Matthew Fitzpatrick. He says, perhaps my favorite stat in golf is that Fitzpatrick has improved his strokes gained each of his last 11 seasons. That is remarkable and not something I imagine has happened very often. The result is uh, that he has turned into, along with Patrick Cantley and Xander Shoffley, one of the most complete players in the world. He gained at least .38 strokes per round in each of the last four majors. Uh, I'm sorry, four major categories last season and is the cat the caliber of a ball striker now that uh, he's going to probably be approaching the number one player in the world. Yeah, one that that stat <clears throat> that stat itself is a little bit misleading. And the reason I say that is because Matthew Fitzpatrick 
probably in an, uh, I would say a 12 month span has increased his driving distance by more than anyone on the PGA tour, a little over 20 yards just by getting fit. So when you do that, you have an opportunity to have shorter clubs into the green. So your stats approach to T to green is going to, is going to be better. Ideally it's going to be better. If it's not, you're in trouble. I mean, right. you can, it's easier to hit the green with a nine iron than it is when you have a six or seven iron in your hand. So it's a little bit misleading just because his progression of distance that he got that he has gained uh, off the tee is, is immense and bigger than anybody on the PGA Tour. Number five on his list, Will Zalatoris. He says, again, I'm not sure the number seven in the player, uh, player in the world can be considered underrated, but Zalatoris' ball striking has been so good, number one in the world in 2022, and he's had so many near misses, nine top fives in 2021 through 2022, but just one victory. Uh, that he has to be on this list. He could win three times in 2023, and nobody would be surprised. Yeah, it's a little bit like you don't know what how his health has been, right? So, you know, right. he, he had to stop the majority of last year in the fall just because of health issues. He hurt, hurt his back, and he hasn't really came back. Did the right thing, in my opinion. Took the time off, got healthy, didn't really press the issue to get refreshed and ready for 2023. So there's a little bit unknown with Will Zalatoris, but – you know, if he's healthy, you look at a guy that's – there's another guy on my list that I think could probably going to be player of the year, in my opinion, but we'll see. Zalatoris is definitely a guy we'll look for. Number four, Colin Morikawa, your guy. Pass. You absolutely adore him. I know. You think Did you just – why could you have just not you, – you're doing this shit. One of the on more purpose, popular right? players in your book, right? Yeah, yeah, popular. Uh, most personality. <laughs> Colin Morikawa at number four. This is a strange name to have on the list considering he's a two-time major champion and one of the most prolific early career winners on the PGA Tour in its history. Still, there was some angst during the back half of 2022 about Morikawa's lack of wins. This happens often when top players come into a given year off an incredible run and fail to win a tournament, uh, but nobody should panic about his game. Consider that he's ranked in the uh, sixth in the world in ball striking in 2022. And the two players below him and five above him combined for 18 wins. Here's a rub with Murakawa. And, it, and it's a weird stat people don't really realize. He is the worst win player in the world. When it's windy, he can't play golf. Really? No, it, it's, it's, it's a weird stat. I know people just don't want to listen. He is the worst win player on the PGA Tour. Why does that happen? You know, he likes to hit that cut. He tried to change his golf swing a little bit to get a little bit more distance to hit it right to left, but he he start, and then he went back to hitting the cut. The spin off his shots gets a little crazy in the wind. He's not a low ball hitter. He's a high ball hitter. So, you know, I know it's I know it sounds crazy, but he's he's if he's not the worst win player on the PGA Tour, he's one of the worst. So that's one that's of the crazy. stats that I look into when I do my handicapping when it comes to weather when he's in the field. Because if it's calm, you know the the guy's the guy's incredible. He doesn't he doesn't miss a lot of golf shots. So uh, you know I always look at that one. He doesn't he's not on our board a lot. Yeah. When we when we handicap these events. Yeah. So but yeah he's it, underrated. I'm not really sure. I mean it, you know he he lacks distance to really dominate the PGA Tour like some of these younger guys going to do. But he makes it up for his ball striking. But if the if the if it's windy conditions he struggles. Uh, number three on the list, legitimately one of your guys. Keith Mitchell. You like Keith Mitchell, don't I do, you? I do. I like Keith Mitchell a lot. But he's just, you know, you just don't know if Keith wants to play. Right? I mean, he's so talented, this guy. He's one of those guys on the, on the range, kind of like Johnny Vegas. You walk down the range, and you don't even have to watch him. You can hear the difference. He's one of those guys. The ball striking is really different. and he, he makes a different sound. But, 
you know, he doesn't have a, you know, it doesn't have a lot of grind or a lot of dog in him. You know, you look at this guy, he sh- you think he should win, you know, two or three times a year minimum yeah. just by his ability, and he just doesn't seem to. So, yeah, I I, I like the underrated part. Ability and skill-wise, he, he's spot on with the underrated. Kyle Porter says, you can count the number of drivers that are better than Mitchell on one hand. It's John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, Cameron Young, Sung J.M., and that's about it. Yeah. Obviously, driving doesn't lead to victories, but with all the focus on distance in the modern PGA Tour game, it's a skill that – when you're better than almost everyone in the world at, you're going to contend for some tournaments. Mitchell put up six top 12s in 2022 and improv- uh, improved his tee to green game overall. If that happens again in 23, he's probably going to snag a victory. Yeah, and it's a guy that's he's going to win once a year, but you think he should win three or four. Yeah. Just talent-wise. Uh, number two, Aaron Wise. Uh, Porter says he's been a sexy, this guy could be on the U.S. Ryder Cup team next year pick. Over the last few months, but there's plenty of evidence to back that up. Wise is a tremendous ball striker who seemingly solved his putting woes in 2022. It resulted in five top 15 finishes, including at big boy events like the CJ Cup and the Memorial. Similar to M, he's he's uh, improved statistically in three of his last five seasons, and a 2023 in which he wins a few times and gets himself to Rome is not out of the question. Yeah, a little similar. Like, the guy's super talented, but he seems to falter at the, in the fourth round. I think his fourth-round scoring average is one of the worst on the PGA Tour. So he gets there early. So, you know, we don't really jump into the on the betting side to, like, first-round leaders right. or things like that. But he's one of those guys, first and second round, he's always on top of that leaderboard. And it seems like he always falters, especially in the fourth round. Like I said, I think his fourth-round scoring average is one of the worst on the PGA Tour. So what is that? Is that mentality or he just can't get – he's just no dog, doesn't, doesn't get the job done? I don't know. But uh, underrated for sure. I mean, again, he's one of those guys that's a superior ball striker out there. But just – you know, it's hard to win. It is hard to win, and it really, it really is. But when you have that much talent, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to explain. But underrated, I think it, uh, he's, he's well spotted on the list. In uh, the number one – uh, on his list, and he's been mentioned several times alongside other players on the list, Sung J.M., mm. arguably the best player in the world who didn't win anywhere in 2022. He put together three runner-up finishes, six other top 12 finishes, and had the best strokes gain number, 1.6, of any golfer who did not have a victory in 2022. At just 24 years old, good God, I didn't realize he was that young or yeah. I forgot. Yeah, uh, He still has room to grow, too. He's improved statistically in six of his last seven seasons. And I think he wins one to three times in 2023 and contends for at least one major championship. Yeah, I mean, it's a guy that just loves to play golf. How many days are in, in a year? 365. I think he plays 370 days a year. <laughs> I think that's what he does. I mean, this, this all this guy does is play golf, yeah. right? So, uh, you know, he didn't he, he, he didn't have a place forever, which a lot of people just don't have places. But uh, he would play every PGA Tour event. And he was his – he has a superior – his – Ball striking is incredible. Golf swing is incredible. So, yeah, I, it, that spot on is number one. I, we have him on our card this week. So Is that right? Yep, yep. So, All right, well, very good. There's your most underrated players. I thought now before we get into the century preview, I thought we would pick our winners for the majors. Okay. Oh, great. How do you feel about that? I feel good you think, about you think you've got those on? You got those ready to, to fire off? Well, didn't I pick two of the four majors last year? I think you did. I did. I did. I didn't give you time to prep on this, though, That's so okay. it's going to be coming off the top of your I, head. I don't need to prep. Uh, and I will give you my picks because I did prep this a little bit. Actually, I did it 
two weeks ago when I thought we were going to do a show. Are we? Are you? How many picks are you going to give me? You going to give me one so we can just cross that off, or uh, how, how, how many you, do you want? Well, I don't know because you know every time you pick something that doesn't work. I've got two picks for each major. Oh, okay, that's fine. How's that? Okay. All right. So let's go with first um, on the calendar year coming up here, April sixth through ninth. Uh, this year they're playing it at Augusta. They certainly are. They, they certainly are. Is it not time to rotate that tournament yet? I mean, never. It's just all. I'm just kidding. Well, you know, you know, the funny part is you say that, but the golf course plays different every yeah, year. Yeah, it, so it it's does. Not like it's the same golfer. They they lengthen it. They every year they lengthen it, and the weather, you know, in that area in the springtime can be spotty. So it never plays the same every year. For sure. Uh, so my two picks, and you know these aren't long shots or anything. I just I didn't do a ton of homework, and you know me, I'm sort of a golf novice at all of this anyway. When it comes to other people's games, but my two picks uh, for one to win the Masters this year is Xander Shoffley and John Rahm. Okay, I mean it's, they're not terrible picks. Um, yeah, I mean they they definitely set that they're definitely in that category of how that golf course plays in their game. Xander Shoffley hits it a lot further than what people think. He's a good yeah. ball striker. And same with John Rahm. They, they, they have the length. It, the golf course that people don't realize with Augusta is, man, you have to drive. The, one of the biggest attributes you have to have there, you have to drive the ball far. And especially now, as much as they're lengthening it, you have, to, you have to be a long. When's the last short hitter you ever seen win the Masters? I mean, Zach Johnson, maybe, but a long time ago, the weather yeah. was terrible. He laid up on every par five, so the elements really played a part. But it's it's definitely a bomber's a bomber's place. Um, I look at a guy, man. I look at a guy like Cam Young, maybe. You know that that has potential. You know, second year on the PGA Tour. I'm real high on Cam Young this year. I think he has the potential to be, you know, PGA Tour Player of the Year, kind of on the same mold what Scotty Scheffler did last year. You know. Rookie on the PGA Tour. This is Cam Young's second year on the PGA Tour, knowing the golf courses. And he has the length, way, way has the length. And I think with the President's Cup, getting that confidence, playing on that big stage is really going to have uh, help Cam Young. So look for Cam Young. I put Cam Young down to win the uh, to win, uh, All right. the Masters. All right. You want to do a second one or are you just going with that one? I only need just one. Going, you only need I one. Need, Look at you. Look I, at, I love that confidence. That yeah, I only swag, need one. Well, I, mean, I mean, listen, uh, why, why do I need more than one? No, you don't, because you're confident. That's right. You know what you're talking about. I, I, I probably should add 10. Well, That's probably, probably all of them. You know, you should send them all a letter, the ones that <laughs> and you apologize. pick, and say, I'm sorry that you will not be winning Augusta this year, sirs. Yes, because I picked you. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I, I wish you would have picked more cower. <laughs> You'd like that, wouldn't that, you? Yeah. That'd help me. By the he, way, once again, the Masters falls on my birthday. It does? Yes, April 7th. I turned... 29 years old this year. 57 this year, huh? 52, sir. Just just 52. You feel like 57. I feel like 67 right now. Right. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, April 6th through 9th at Augusta. The next one on the calendar comes up at Oak Hill Country Club, May 8th. That is the PGA. And you will be happy to know Morikawa is on my one of my two. Uh, And also, Will Zalatoris. Fair. I mean, they're probably gonna lose now. So you're looking you're looking at that type of golf course. It's an old school, I believe it's a Donald Ross. It's probably a hundred years old. Uh very tree lined. That lends the PGA championship of all the four of the majors it lends for low scoring. So Zalatoris, if he's healthy, I really like his I really like that pick. Uh, you know, it just depends on if it's if it's 
how it's playing. The, the thing that's going to hurt Morikawa playing that, playing the PGA Championship in the spring in Rochester, New York, it's going to be soft. So that kills him with length-wise. They're still going to play it long, but the length is going to kill him. So I don't know if you factored that in or not, but it's going to be playing soft in Rochester, New York in May. The weather's not great, and it could be windy. You know, those spring days up there could be tough. So I, not just because, I, you know, I joke around. Morikawa's fine. It, I have my own little issues yeah, on a personal level with him. But you you, you got to factor in. Length is going to be an issue playing up there in the spring, and I just don't think he has a chance. Uh, Zalatoris does certainly have a chance. And I'll actually go back. Uh, I know I picked I, I picked Cam Young for for the Masters, but this is actually a perfect golf course for him, the PGA. And this might be the one the one he wins. I'm not going to backtrack on the Masters, but he's from that area, knows that type of grass, knows those golf courses, tree line. So maybe I back back track a little bit and think Cam Young I, I, I might just pick Cam Young for all the majors to be honest with you. Uh oh like, Grand Slam. That. Might do might do that. But no I'll I, just look, write it all down right now. Look, for, look you know that's a, this is a, a good spot for maybe a Keith Mitchell right? Right. I mean you know at some point if he really wants to play golf and, and you, if you look at the PGA Championship opposed to the other three majors it's one of those it's the major that you know maybe the most unheralded guy wins the golf tournament. Right. right. If you if you look at some of the past champions, uh, you know, you look at a, a um, you know, a, 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 shit. I I could name a bunch of guys off the top of my head uh, that that one that you never never really heard of before. So you know that could be a spot maybe as opposed to Augusta for Cam Young that that gets his first major or or Keith Mitchell. All right, and then next on the calendar we have of course the U.S. Open at the Los Angeles Country Club June fifteenth through eighteenth. I once again have Shoffley on my list alongside Patrick Cantlay. Yeah, two two great picks, and here's why I say that is because you're looking at a golf course that none of these guys have played before, L.A. Country Club. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's new uh, new and obviously in the rotation of the U.S. Open, and it's it's very predominant of what these guys, the Shoffley and the Patrick Cantley, know these types of grasses. So it's going to be a little bit of a, um, you know, a, a pole, uh, mixture of grasses, they're going to have the rough high. So, you know, I, listen, I'll go with you on that. It's the first time those guys have won a major. Mm-hmm. It's in their backyard, per se, a little bit. Uh, so, the, listen, I, I'll go with you on that. I, I think those are great picks. But you can only pick one. But you also – I'll pick I'll pick Cantley, and here's Cantley, why I okay. say that, is because he went to UCLA, and he's probably played that golf course more than anyone that's uh, going to play in the tournament. Nice. Okay. I mean, I knew that, of course. That's uh, why yeah, I was Yeah, of course, of course yeah. you did. Yeah. Of course. Um, and then finally – uh, and I will refer to it as the British Open. Uh, this course. is America. Of course. Uh, my two picks, and you're probably going to hate both of these, but I do have Cam Young. Where are they playing at? Uh, Royal Liverpool Golf Club, July 20th through 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Young and Jordan Spieth. Okay. My two picks. I don't mind those. Well, I mean, uh, I, they're not terrible picks. Uh, Cam Young, I think he wins before that. I don't I don't. You know, even though he had success last year at St. Andrews and he almost had a chance to win the golf tournament last year, I think this is a great spot for John Rahm. Uh, that gets kind of later in the year, get, gets him revved up. Um, you know, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put John Rahm in that spot. Gotcha. Yeah, I like John Rahm. I do too. Um, I know he had some contentious moments towards the end of last year. Didn't he like with some live golf stuff? Like, wasn't he? 
talking he, smack about maybe going over there. Or no, no? He, no, no. He's he's full supporter of the PJ Tour. He was he was one of those guys that stood out against LIV along with 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 Rory. He's one of those okay. guys that didn't want that. Couldn't so remember why he was in the news there towards the end of the season. You know, I'm gonna go back to my uh, I'm gonna go back to my Masters pick. Okay. No I'm more gonna, Cam Young. I'm gonna take Jordan Spieth. There you go. I think Jordan Spieth. I think he's tired of having these last three or four shitty years. To be honest with you, yeah. I know he's working hard here in Dallas. The weather's been good so far this winter. Uh, just through the rumor mill, like I said, I know he's. I know he's working hard, and he's just tired of hearing it, right? He's, and then I think he played really well in the Presidents Cup. I thought. Um, so, I, I like a, I like a good year from Jordan Speed. I think he's going to win a major, and I think it. You know, if, if if it's going to be any major, he knows this golf course. He doesn't know the other ones before. I think he, I think he's got a chance to win Augusta. I like that. It's going to be an exciting season, regardless. Yeah. Um, with all these guys, and I'm real excited. You had a couple of guys that you thought might be your a, a breakout. I know that we've talked about it off the air. Who might be breakout stars this year? Are there any guys coming in from uh, from the lower? Tours that are that are going to be playing on the PGA this year that you see might be having some first year success. Yeah, these guys are kind of seasoned already. You know, that's the great thing about the Corn Ferry Tour is these guys are prepped to play. If you look at it, like like Scotty Scheffler the year he had last year, coming off the Player of the Year from the Corn Ferry, these guys are ready to play golf. There, there's not much of these guys that are they're scared of. So. The guy's not exempt, and I, I've touted him last year. He got some starts last year on the PGA Tour. He's probably going to get 10 starts on the PGA Tour this year, but he's fully exempt uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour. Man, I'm, I'm real high on, on, on Chris Goderup. I really am. You know, he, he was on your card a couple times last year. He was, he? and he fits that mold, you know, the, the, the mold of, you know, you got to hit it far. He's a good putter. He just, he's not scared. These guys coming out, they're just not scared anymore. And they're they're coming out coming out ready, and he had some good success in college. Like I said, he had some starts last year on the PGA Tour. Maybe he was a little over his skis at the beginning, trying to get comfortable. But he is going to get some starts on the PGA Tour, and I think if he gets rolling, he has the length and the confidence enough, enough to get on a roll, kind of like a Will Zalatoris did, kind of yeah. like a Scotty Scheffler did. And again, I'm I'm. I'm super high on Cam Young. I mean, you look at him at the Presidents Cup. I don't think he lost a match. And ev- here's why I tell you this. Behind closed doors, everyone on that President's Cup team wanted to play, play with Cam Smith. I mean, Cam Young, sorry. Mm-hmm. Cam Young. They wanted, they, they like, please pair me with this guy. So they're telling you this guy's a stud, man. And this guy, this guy's got it. And now another year under his belt, comfortable out there. He's got the mentality. Hits it top 10 in driving distance. Uh, you know, put himself in, in the majors. I, I think the guy, you know, I said this early on, on JP show. I was like, I think the guy's probably going to be, be player of the year. And how great would that be for him? I mean, that would just be a huge stepping stone uh, for his career. And, and, and if he, if he like falls down and breaks his leg at the beginning of the year, <laughs> Cam, I'm sorry. It wasn't my fault. It was your I, fault. I promise you. It's Tim's fault. It's Tim's you, fault. I didn't pick him for anything except for one. Thank God. That means, that means you're going to have a great year, buddy. Probably will. Yep. All right, very good. You want to take a quick break before we get into the uh, century? That'd be great. All right, we are from the rough, live from the FanStream Sports DSP Media Podcast Studios in North Dallas, and we'll be back right after this. Hello, sports fans. FanStream Sports. Jeeves Law Group. I've known Scott Jeeves for quite some time, and he's just like us, a huge college football fan, but he's not just another PI attorney. He is a ferocious advocate for his clients. 
Scott Jeeves is a board-certified civil trial lawyer and a certified circuit court mediator practicing in Tampa Bay for over 30 years. He is an AV preeminent-rated civil trial lawyer and certified circuit court mediator. Folks, these designations are not just given out. They're given only to the best trial attorneys. But more than anything, Scott takes these cases personally. I've heard it from his clients. He's a fighter you want on your side. Insurance companies hate it when they see you're represented by Jeeves. He's just different. 727-894-2929 or go to JeevesLawGroup.com. That's J-E-E-V-E-S LawGroup.com and tell them JP sent you. Guys, let me tell you about Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Are you experiencing low sex drive? fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, and you just don't feel like you have the vitality you once had, you're not just getting old. It's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in younger males aged 16 to 39. Older men have seen a sharp decline as well. Do something about it. Go see my friend Christopher Lugo at Bay Area Modern Medicine. Testosterone replacement is not a frivolous treatment. It takes a professional targeted approach that focuses on total body wellness, vitality, and emotional stability. Not a one-size-fits-all approach like many clinics use. They will monitor your blood work and adjust your treatment as needed for optimal results. Call 844 977 3477 or go to BAMMC.com. Now is the time to make sure your home insurance is in order. In the last year, many of us have made improvements to our homes. So call the folks at Italiano and discuss these upgrades to make sure you have enough coverage. According to a recent report, almost 64% of homeowners don't have enough insurance on their home, which is their most valuable asset. Also, a great time to make sure you have flood insurance. Even if your mortgage company does not require flood insurance, your home could still be at flood risk. Another big item as we enter hurricane season is making sure your pool enclosure is added to your policy and there will be no issue at claim time. That happens a lot. So call your friendly agent at Italiano Insurance to review your policies today. 813-877-7799 or italianoinsurance.com. Attention, if you are home shopping or looking for a refinance, and even if you already have the approval letter, you must call my man Scott Fitzgerald at American Mortgage Services. Scott has a brand new program available in the greater Tampa Bay area called the Community Advantage Loan Program. Get this, no money down, no mortgage insurance, no points, no origination fee, purchase or refinance and loan amounts up to $647,000. Now, there are some application requirements. It must be a single-family home, one unit, primary residence, and have a minimum 640 credit score. The program only applies to certain neighborhoods, so you have to call to find out if you qualify. So call Scott Fitzgerald at 813-294-7595 or email him at scott at amstampa.com. Com. Now, even if you don't qualify for that program, Scott will shop your loan around, get you the best rates, and won't charge you the huge upfront fees. And if you've had issues with your bank calling you back, Scott will return calls immediately or at least the same day. 813-294-7595 or email him, scott at amstampa.com. Scott Fitzgerald, MLS 386-722, American Mortgage Services, 1000 North Ashley Drive, Suite 1020 Temple. Coming back at you. Now, more fans dream sports.
Welcome back to From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast. I'm Eddie Carr, Tim. That is PGA of America member John Gerber. Uh, and, man, we're having some fun here. It's about time to get into the century, though. Why everyone is here. What everybody wants to hear. Right. Get your, get your pen and paper out. Write this stuff down. And we talk about this. And we're going to say this every week. Listen, if you guys, I, I put this stuff out for free for now. Uh, everyone who's followed over the last 18 months has made money and just send me a Christmas card. Send me, I, you know, I like to drink, send me a bottle of Tito's with all the winnings that you guys are going to have this year. Just send it to our studios. I mean, we can punch out the address. I, I expect gifts from everyone with all this, all this money and all these free pictures. We have a, we have a mail slot, one of those old-fashioned mail slots we in the do. door. You can hand-deliver it up here and just pop it through the mail slot there. I mean, we, we accept gift cards. Yeah. We do. I mean, we Especially the liquor stores. Yeah. Those are the best. Yeah, because we sort of have our stash up here. Yep. All right, Johnny, let's get into the 2023 um, Century Tournament of Champions. Our predictions, Johnny's expert picks, the odds, and best bets at Kapalua. Uh, this year, we are at the plantation course at Kapalua in Maui. It's a par, <clears throat> the very unstable par 73, by the way. Uh, and, you know, they promised us bigger purses for 2023, and by God, they've delivered. Do you know what the purse is at Kapalua? $13 million. $15 million. I, well, it was 13 I think they gave me $2 million just well, to just, talk about it. So I, I think just to really, plug it? It's really $13 million. So <laughs> okay. I, I, you know, I expect that $2 million check from the PGA Tour. It used to be the Hyundai Tournament of Champions. I think when I touted it, they, used, they gave me a car, but I didn't like the Hyundai. Gave you a little Hyundai Elantra or something? The Genesis is pretty nice. Is that Ooh. Hyundai? Uh, it used to be. Now it's its own car company. They're pretty nice. They branched off. Kind of like, you know, Acura is to Honda. Yeah. Like Lexus is to Toyota. That Genesis is to to Hyundai. That's a nice car. No, they're very nice. The Genesis are really, really nice, but they have their own tournament, apparently, out there in L.A. They do. That Tiger's tournament? Uh, It is Tiger's tournament. Yeah. Benefits his foundation, yeah. yeah. Well, sure. G- I'm G- sure G- a little bit of something goes in his pocket. Just a little. I mean, he doesn't have any other money anyways. No, right? yeah. uh, he needs it. He needs it. <laughs> He's got kids to raise. Yeah. I know how that feels. Yeah, well, Kids, a kid, you said kid or kids? <clears throat> Several kids. You have a tribe. To I'm not even sure how many I have anymore. Did you give Kind of gave count. You gave as, up on again, counting. again, you know, Nancy Gerber's watching. She doesn't need to know that you have 14 kids. I love all my kids, Nancy Gerber. <laughs> uh, there's no question. Um, so the PGA Tour is, is all set. Uh, we are going to resume as the calendar is now flipped from December to January and from 2022 to 2023 the conclusion of the rsm classic triggered a month-long break for the golfers and now it's time for the 2023 century tournament of champions which will once again begin the new year 39 of the best players in the world winners from the 2021 2022 season and those who qualified for the tour championship will make the trip to maui hawaii to take on the plantation course at kapalua uh Rory McIlroy, the world number one, will be among those that are making the trip. Poor guy is having to go to Hawaii to play he, golf he's not in playing. January. Rory's not playing. Oh, he's not. Rory's not playing. What and, happened to Rory? Um, he he opted out. He's one of it's. When did that happen? He, he Rory's not playing. It had to be today that it happened. Then Rory's not playing. Wow. Okay. Well, Rory will not be among those playing because information I had as of I don't know 
this morning said he was playing. Well, I have more information. Well, I'm Ro- sure you do. Roy's not playing. Because you have all the insides. Um, and I guess, yeah, I mean, obviously he can do whatever the heck he wants because he's the world number one. Um, you know, th- th- I don't. I know. I don't know if you really realize what's happened on the PGA Tour. So these elevated events, they put mm-hmm. more money in. So you're allowed to skip one. Mm-hmm. And they, they've there's about twelve events. They they've elevated the money, elevated the purses, uh, uh, including the majors. You're allowed to miss one. But if you uh, um, uh, Shane Lowry's not Shane Lowry. He's not Shane Lowry. He's not playing either. The, who's eligible? So they can skip this one, but they can't if they skip another one. That's the elevated events. Then they are not eligible for the pit money, so, right? Right. So there's some stipulations there. So I, like I said, I don't, I don't know why they missed it. Uh, they're missing this one because it seems it seems like kind of a no brainer uh, to to miss this one. I mean, to go to this one is it's easy. Short man field can you know they're not worried about the money. And, you know, Hawaii's not bad this time of year, but those guys do live in West Palm, so the weather's yeah. pretty good. It's not like they're living in, you know, Madison, Wisconsin, and they have to they, they want to go there. So, long story short, they, they'll miss this one, but look for those guys. They, they, they won't have a choice but to play in the other elevated field events. Is there a specific reason he's skipping out on the first one? You know, I don't know. You know, the calls that I made, I'm not really sure what – there wasn't a rhyme or reason. Uh, so, you know, I didn't get that too far in depth. But if you look at – so this – tournament is going to change next year uh it's going to change next year because the elevated the money the more money that they put in this event there's going to be a little bit more money but what they're going to do is they're going to take the the two uh winners of the last two years that's going to be able to play to build to have a bigger field potentially which they will have a bigger field because the pga tour season has changed this year because after the fedex cup they're going back to the tour school there's not a wraparound season anymore so there's going to have that they're going to have that big break, uh, break, big layoff in between tournaments. So next year, it will be the winner of two of of two years on the PGA Tour, just not one. And it might get you to a hundred people in the field. You know, you don't know. Um, but there was a just this was the biggest tournament. There was a lot of scrutiny because it's the only elevated event, money wise. That's a limited field. Right. Right. So they were like, okay, we got thirty eight players. They're playing for fifteen. Well. They're playing for 13, and 2 million goes in, you know, fan stream sports. But, right, right. Uh, you know what I'm saying. So there was a little bit of discrepancy with the other guys on the PGA Tour that really didn't win or won after that. So they changed that up a little bit. Uh, defending champion Cam Smith will not be in, in attendance, of course, because of his association now with Live Golf. And then our boy, Shane Lowry, did not qualify despite a strong campaign in 2022. That's a little disappointing. I might not even watch now. He won last year. Uh, he was unab- unable to qualify despite a strong campaign in 2022 is what I'm seeing. What am I missing? I don't know. That's what it says. Huh. That's on the PGA Tour website. I'll be damned. So, uh, you know, I thought you knew things. Well, you know, sometimes I hit foul balls. You know, it's sometimes. Did you just foul tip that one off? I might have. I might have. Sometimes when there's only one pickle in the pickle jar, you just got to eat that pickle. Yeah. I I mean, mean, it's a big pickle jar if it's Shane Lowry. You just don't have options, you know. In their place, 17 of the top 20 players in the world will compete. 2022 PGA Tour Player of the Year, Scotty Scheffler. Dallas native has an opportunity to regain the world number one title from McElroy with a solo third place finish or better. 
He arrived at the same tournament a season ago, winless on the tour, but is now securely among the best players in the world just 12 months later. Last, year run, uh, last year's runner-up, John Rahm, looks to have a similar performance in 2022. Uh, to 2022, and he shot 33 under. Tony Finau hopes to have a, a good showing. Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley, all these guys look to do well at Kapalua. Um, so explain something to me real quick before sure. we get into some of the odds and the, and the stuff. Now I'm familiar with par seventies, mm-hmm. familiar with par 71s, familiar with par 72, of course, because that is the standard, at least in, in my opinion, in my eyes, why a par 73? Well, it's a big ballpark. First off, I mean, it's like 7,600 yards. The, the place, but there's so much elevation, the ball rolls. So th- they just have an extra par five, really. That's really all it is. It's just an extra par five. I mean, these guys, par doesn't get, they, they don't give a shit what par is. They're just trying to shoot this, the lowest score, but it's a benefit to them. You know, there's like a 700 yard par five out there, but it plays downhill. So you, oh, have, I could, I could birdie that. Either. So you have par, you have five par fives on the golf course. Like I said, most of these guys are going to get home in two, anyways. So, you know, when these good players, greatest players in the world, go go goes to a tournament, they don't look what par is. They don't give a shit what par. That's is. the first thing I look at. I said when the greatest players in the world, like me, uh, again. So so I shot seven under on the mini course over at the Highlands Performance Golf Center, sir. Well, that's a record because that's, you didn't. I did. My kid witnessed it and everything. That's I mean that's right. That's got to put me up there with with John Rahm. Par's right? not a hundred out there. I don't know what par is. I just know I shot seven under. All right. <laughs> You know, you got to finish the whole putt-putt place. Right? It was just three holes, right? Yeah, that, there, you go. there you go. But, you know, they, they, they don't look at it that way. They, You know, if, if you look at – if you listen to any of the PGA Tour guys, they don't – when they finish their round, they don't say they shot three under, four under. They say a score. Yeah. Right? So their, their mentality isn't of what par is. You know, if you, if you hit the ball 400 yards, and the hole is, a, is on paper is a par five, 520, but you can get home, is that a par five? It's a par five. No, it's not. Oh. So they don't think that way. It's par four. So they, they just think about score. You know, sometimes when you score, you score. Well, sometimes. It's what you do. I mean, unless, you know, you're the Cowboys playing football. They're just trying to get they're just trying to get the ball in the hole as fast as they can. And they don't they don't even think about what par is. They don't even look at that number. So, you know, and, and I don't think you I don't think people realize when you get a PGA tour card, a scorecard, yeah. there's not par on it. Really, it's just it's just yardage. So it's not the same that you get when you go play the course. It's no, not the same scorecard. No, sir. There's no par. Are you telling me on their scorecards? Yep. It's just hole one yardage, hole two yardage, yep. hole three. Yard, there's no par on it. Nope. Well, how do they measure themselves with other golfers? Please don't say by height. <laughs> Why? I mean, a million ways. It's a world, Caddyshack world, reference. World, I know world ranking points, right? You know, they, 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 right. it's the. It doesn't matter. No, there's. It's, I think that's the wrong way for them to approach it. Well, that's why they're. I think they've all been playing golf wrong their entire lives now. Apparently, I guess that's the end of the show. I guess that's it. I guess that's it. You can't touch this. Um. So first up on our odds for the event, um, these odds courtesy of where did I get these? These are courtesy of Caesar Sportsbook. Are you going to say your picks first so I potentially can cross some of these? Well, when we get to our picks, I'm just going to go over the odds first. Okay. Um, I'm going over the, yeah, just the national odds, and then we can get into our picks. Um, You're probably not going to like mine again. 
oh boy, you know I've got the winner, the top ten, and the top twenty, which the top twenty is easy on the, in this field. Well, there's no top twenty picks this week just because there there was only two people in the whole field that were plus to get yeah. in the top. So yeah. I didn't even I didn't even play. There was no point in doing that. No, no reason. Uh, so at thirteen to two, John Rahm is the favorite on the books at the sports books. Um, of course, going into this tournament last year, he was the world number one. Um, but at thirteen to two, he is your favorite. Scotty Scheffler at seventeen to two, Shoffley at nineteen to two. Can't leave. There's not nineteen. It's not nineteen to two. It's always that's how it's listed, sir. That's, that's wrong. From Caesar Sportsbook. They're wrong. It's never nineteen to two. It's always nineteen it's to one. That's exactly what it says. I think you're. I think you meant thirteen to two. I'm looking right at their site. It's they're wrong. They're All wrong. Right. Well, we're going to go based on what they say. I mean, what has Caesar ever done? That's true. I mean, let's screwed up Rome. Wrong. It's wrong. It's, don't you? Didn't he screw up Rome? Of course he did. Yeah. You can't say two. It's got to be one. It's thirteen to one. It doesn't matter. We ain't doing what? twos on this. Show. Would thirteen to two be the same as like six and a half to one? No, it's it's thirteen to one. It's not thirteen to two. Then why no. does it say two? Because it'd be two. That 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 means they're paying for half their money. You you pay two dollars to win thirteen dollars. It's it's okay. to one. There's never odds in the PJ Tour. They listen. They messed up. They just launched some new sports apps, so they messed up. Trust me, it's not two. Uh, Patrick Cantlay at ten to one. It's not two. No, it's ten to actually oh, okay. ten to one. Oh, this one's actually one now. Justin Thomas at eleven to one. So what they're saying is that a thirteen to two. Well, I guess it is. That would be accurate. Yep. Pass. Better than ten to one. Justin Thomas eleven to one. Finau fourteen to one. M sixteen to one. Hovland eighteen to one. Your buddy Morikawa eighteen to one. Cameron Young twenty to one. Tom Kim twenty to one. Jordan Spieth at twenty two to one. That seems like uh, he's probably just. What's 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 Jordan Spieth deal with this course? He's not expected to play well, is he? No, he never really does play well out there. It, you know, it's he. I don't know why he do, he just doesn't play well there. Um, Jordan Spieth at twenty two to one, Matthew Fitzpatrick at twenty two to one, and Sam Burns at twenty five to one. Uh, so you want to get into our picks then for everybody? That'd be great. Have everybody a good laugh. So my picks, I give my picks before Johnny's because my picks are for entertainment purposes only. We need to find a new sponsor for these picks too. Yeah, we do. I mean, it's it's it's. You know, we we wore them out last year. Our old sponsor, and they they we decided to cut ties with them because we're just winning too much. Right? Yeah, they last weren't. Year. They wanted. They wanted us. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Um, so we won't get into who the sponsor was. Yeah, they cut us off. Yep, because we we're winning too much. That's right. That's right. Stole our account and everything. They did. Uh, so my pick, as we go into the first tournament of the season, I have Patrick Cantley as my winner. That's good for me. In my top 10, I've got Sung J.M. for my top 10. Oh, I'm screwed. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Um, Thank you, Tim. So, again, mine are for entertainment purposes only. Sometimes ours crisscross here a little bit, and that's usually a bad sign for Johnny. Usually. It's not usually. It's, it's always. Usually. Uh, there's all, usually and always, and it's 100% always wrong so let's get into johnny's and since it's not sponsored it'll be sponsored by fanstream sports and dsp media How's that's that? right that's right you, you want to run that i just did okay that's it that's it that's okay. all i got yeah we we're gonna start we're gonna start the year off with with winners we won this tournament last year uh you coming straight out the gate with cam smith we did pick cam smith so we started off the year fantastic last year and i really think we're gonna do the same this year I like I really like JT. If you listen to him talk his interviews, what he's talking about now at in the fall, 
he really felt he had a disappointing year, even though he won a major. So in his eyes, I think he's going to have a bounce back year now to the public. He won three times last year, guys. But he feels like it was a disappointing year. So I think he's been working hard down in West Palm Beach. I think this is a great start of the year. And JT has won this tournament twice. And every time he's won it, it's been every third year. And what what is it this year? The third year. It's his third year. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, third, the third time's a charm. It's going to be third time for the third time is a charm for JT at 12 to 1. So I really like him. Second pick in the box this week is Sung J.M. at 20 to 1. You look at a guy, when I handicap this event, I look at guys who've, who, who's, I've, I've had to study a little bit to find out who's really playing golf. You know, it's an off season. Are these guys enjoying their family? Are they playing golf? Or what are they doing in the off season? But Sung J.M. is a guy that that's all this guy does is play golf. So he's going to come in this, in this tournament uh, with a lot of reps, having a, you know, having a good game plan, and not rusty. So I like him at 20 to 1. Our third guy in the slot this week at 33 to 1 is Sahith Tagala. You look at a guy, I look for him to have a, a, a really good year this year. Second year on the PGA Tour, sets the mold of every, you know, long hitter, puts it well. Now another year under the belt, kind of like Cam Young is. He's gonna really have a. I really think he's gonna have a breakout year. And with he won the the uh, the, the team championship with Tom Hoagie uh, here in the fall. So anytime you can win on the PGA Tour, it kind of breeds winning. Even though it was a team event, I think he's gonna have that confidence to build through the year. And this is a perfect golf course for him. It's it's you know you can hit it long and wrong out there, and if you can hit it far, you know five par fives with this guy is gonna have iron. So. Look at him to, to have a chance to win, especially with the confidence coming from the fall. So our ham sandwich pick, Russell Henley at 50-1. to 1, Great success in Hawaii. Uh, back in this tournament for the first time in a couple years. He'll, he'll self-admittingly loves playing in Hawaii. He won Sony a couple times. So the success on this golf course that he's had before hits the ball plenty far to compete, and he knows the, kind of the nuances and quirkiness to this golf course, which it is. It's one of the quirkiest kind of – Weird golf courses on the PGA Tour. So guys who played there before and play well, they kind of know the bounces and the rolls. So look for Russell Henley to contend at 50-1. to 1. No top 20 picks this week just because it's a limited field. We didn't get any good odds that we liked. There was only three guys in the field that were plus numbers to finish in the top 20 with a 38-man field. So there's a reason why you kind of stay off of that. Uh, but we do have three top 10 picks this week. Hideki Matsuyama at plus 210. He always plays well out, out here. I know he's been kind of working hard in the offseason. A disappointing year for him. I think one of the best ball strikers in the world. Look for him to uh, start the year off with some good success in Hawaii. Uh, hits the ball plenty far. Doesn't really need to hit it straight. And I think it's a good tune-up for him to finish in, in, a, in that top 10. Keegan Bradley at plus 240. I like him in the top 10 uh, this week. Another guy that I know he's been working hard. Uh, on his game down in West Palm Beach this winter. I think he's got limited years back on the PGA Tour. So for him to get off, to get in this tournament and get off to a hot start, I think it's important for Keegan Bradley, especially as, you know, his years on the PGA Tour potentially could be limited as, he, as you know, he gets older. And then the same category with uh, with Adam Scott. He's in our, he's in our third slot, slot here in the top 10 at plus 320. He's worked harder on his game this winter than he has – probably in the last five or six years. He played a couple tournaments down in Australia in the fall, which he hasn't done in the last few years. He's working hard on his game uh, in the Bahamas and in, in, in Albany. 
So, you know, a, a guy who potentially is limited three or four really good years on the PGA Tour, I think he's motivated a little bit to have a good year, and I like him in our third spot at plus 320 and finishing in the top 10. Awesome. So there you are, folks, golf betting fans. Uh, we will. That's already posted on Twitter if you need to go back and look at it. Uh, Johnny, we, like what we mentioned at the top of the show, we'll put those on Twitter for you. Facebook. On the uh, on the Instagram feed as well, all the social media places, uh, including the From the Rough Facebook page. Uh, so go find us over there if you're interested, and make sure it's the new year. I'll say it again: now's your chance to get in on the picks and to follow the system. Because if you're not following, you're not winning. And we'll talk about this. And 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 I I, I try to express this to everyone. It doesn't matter if you bet a dollar. It doesn't matter if you bet $5, $10. Whatever you play, follow the system every week. Because there's going to be weeks that we don't cash a ticket. But there's going to be weeks that we have great success. And nine times out of ten, we're going to cash those tickets. So don't take weeks off. If your budget is a dollar per play, so you have $9 or $10 per the week plus our matchup, that's fine. It doesn't matter if it's five. It doesn't matter. Follow the system every week, and you'll be profitable for the year. There it is. So we will be back next week, Johnny and I will, maybe with a guest. We're not sure yet. We're not sure if we want to share the airwaves with anybody yet. We'll uh, see. We got more people watching than we, we've had in a long time. 800,000 people watching the show right yeah, now. Yeah, but we've been, uh, we've been off for a few weeks, too. So they, they, they must need us, need a little uh, from the rough in their life. Everybody needs a little from the rough in their life. That might be our new catchphrase. All right, I love it. For the show. We're going to trademark that. We will be back next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time here on the FanStream Sports Facebook page, YouTube page, Twitter feed, all of that stuff. Uh, we will see you next week, boys and girls. Appreciate you. And we'll be back because I don't know how to dismount this horse. Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com.